Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. For those of you who don't know, professionally, how I make my living is I'm a clinical psychologist. I've been helping people for about 30 years now and really love what I do. And hopefully, I'll get to do it another 30 years. But the one thing I get asked pretty often, whether a person is coming to me in person, call me up, or wanting to do a Skype, FaceTime, or phone session from anywhere in the world, is what can I do for them? How can I help them? And what I like to give as an answer is an analogy. I say, imagine you're a house, and I'm a house fixture. And when you come to me, in one room there's a fire, the second room has a plumbing problem, and the third room needs a paint job. What we'll do first is we're going to put out that fire. That's going to be our first agenda. And then if you like that and you decide to come back, which some people do, then we'll fix the plumbing problem. And then some people continue to come back and say, hey, Dr. Puff, let's do a paint job because it would look nicer if this was better. And every once in a while, not very often, but every once in a while, someone will say, hey, Dr. Puff, let's do a complete remodel. And I love that type of work. But then very seldom, but every once in a while, I get someone that comes in who really wants to do some deep work. And what I tell them is, let's not fix your home. Let's not remodel your home. Let's make the universe your home. So in this episode of the Happiness Podcast, I want to talk a little bit about what does that look like? What does it look like when the universe is our home? And how can we live that way if we choose to? It's a hard, difficult task, but the rewards are far more than any award we can win, any amount of money we can be given, anything that we can think of. It's going to be more than that. So let's look at together, what does it look like when we make the universe our home? Probably the first thing that comes to mind when we think about making the universe our home, it means whatever we do call our home is a very small part of it, and it really isn't ours. It's more of the collective home, and anywhere we go is really our home. So a lot of making the universe our home has to do with non-attachment. The only thing we're attached to is life and wherever life puts us at that moment. It's incredibly freeing, but it also has a deep sense of this isn't mine. I'm not this. And the grasping that we so much do in life dissipates. And what we're left with is more like a mist of fluidity where we're flowing with life and we're not possessing anything. So when we think about our home, our car, our family, our friends, we realize they're our home for now, but tomorrow they may not be because of the impermanence in life. Things change. And what we do when the universe is our home, we really just flow with that. So tonight, if I'm traveling, and if I'm on vacation and I'm sleeping in a hotel room, that's my home for right then. But when I get back to my home, it's the same way. That's my home for right then. Tomorrow it may change. We all know people, or perhaps ourselves, have gone through some incredible changes in our life. What we thought was permanent wasn't. Friends leave, family members die, homes change, jobs change. But when the universe is our home, we just flow with it because we don't try to possess anything. We just say, I'm so thankful for what I have now. And tomorrow, if it's something different, we're thankful for that. What's ever happening, we're thankful for. Because ultimately, it's all our home. 
Could you imagine the great blue well of the ocean saying, this part of the ocean is mine and it belongs to me? Of course not. Or could you imagine an eagle who flies high above saying, this part of the sky is mine? Of course not. So be like the eagle. Be like the great blue well. Fly, soar through life. Swim through the vast ocean. And wherever we're at, that is our home. Our home is vast. Our home is in many ways infinite. And we flow through life. But the ego, our minds love to possess. They love to say, this is mine. This is mine. I want this. I want to possess this. And we can't. It's more like going to the ocean and so much enjoying the waves that we want to take them home with us. So we get a bucket, we go out, we grab a bucket full of waves, and we go home and say, now I own the ocean. We really cannot do that. But most of us try. We try so hard to possess, to keep, to hold. And ultimately, it's very silly because no matter how big our empire may seem or get, we're all going to die. And we're not taking it with us. But if we see everything as our home, then whether we live in a palatial palace or if we're renting a room in a dungy part of the town and have to take the bus or ride a bike everywhere we go, we're free. It just doesn't matter. It's actually one of the things I use with my more wealthy clients. I'll tell them, if you really want to be free, if you really want to be happy, I know you live in a beautiful home right now and have a lot of possessions, but imagine that you lost it all. Imagine that you do have to live in a very small apartment, perhaps even sharing it with other people. You have no car. You have to walk to places or take the bus and then see yourself still as happy and free. Then you know you've arrived. It's not that you're going to give up everything and go live that way, but if you can live that way, in your mind, knowing I'll be okay even if that happens, then we're free, truly free, because it doesn't matter. And all we have to do is travel the world, go to third world developing countries where they don't have what we have, and you'll see beautiful souls with nothing. So this level is deep because we have to truly let go of everything. And the ego, our minds love to possess it's why almost no one can ultimately do this because it's so hard to let go of everything. We want to hang on to one last thing. Perhaps it's our children. Perhaps it's our career. Perhaps it's our home. It can be so many things that we hang on to. But when we're willing to let them all go and see everything as our home, then we're free. An analogy I like is this one. It's a beautiful analogy. It's one worth pondering. If you live by an ocean or a body of water, go there sometime. And imagine for an instant that you're a water droplet in that vast body of water. And imagine for an instant that you realize, oh, I know I'm a water droplet, but it's really not me. I'm truly part of this vast body of water, this vast ocean. And if I let go of all that's mine, I'll still remember me. But instead of just having my little possessions, this whole ocean will be mine and I'll be truly free. If we can do that, if we can see 
that whatever life throws at us, whatever God presents to us, we're still home. If we get ill, we're still home. If we lose our homes, we're still home. If we lose our jobs, if we lose our loved ones, we're still home. Home is right here, right now, where we're at. And we can truly be free when we're willing to let go of our attachments. That's truly the key of making the universe our home. It's incredibly difficult because we like to hold, we like to possess. I mean, look at little kids. How quickly do they learn? Me, mine, this is mine, this is mine. We laugh at it, but we do the same. If we're willing to let go of everything and just be and flow with what is, it doesn't mean we're not going to have goals. It doesn't mean we're not going to buy cars, have homes, or whatever it may be, get married. But what we're going to realize, the universe is our home. This is just where I'm residing tonight. This is just where I'm residing today. This is where I just am right now. Tomorrow may be completely different. And I may be in a completely different sphere of the universe. And that's okay. It's all okay when we're willing to embrace everything and not exclude anything. When we say, thank you, no matter what happens, thank you for this food today. Thank you for this bed to sleep on today or the ground to sleep on. Thank you, even if my body is racked with pain, for my breath today. We can always find thankfulness when the universe is our home. We can have truly astonishing lives when we're willing to see the universe as our home and possess nothing. That's the key because we are going to want to hang on to things. We're going to want to call them our own. And we can do that. But then the universe says that I'm not your home. Until we're willing to let go of everything, then we can embrace everything. It is a truly challenging endeavor. And as I said, almost no one I meet ever is willing to do it. But what I do believe in the deepest part of my soul is that anyone can choose this path. Anyone can choose this journey. We may need help on this journey, but we can have the most astonishing, beautiful lives if we're willing to make the universe our home. The part that's hardest about this, though in pragmatic terms, is we have to do it pretty constantly. Again, we get very attached to things and we want to call them ours, our own. And once we start doing that, we will suffer. So we have to go through each moment of life, each day. And it's a sense of gratitude. I'm thankful for what I have now, for the experiences I'm having now. And whatever comes tomorrow, I'm going to be grateful for them too. But I don't try to possess. I don't try to own. I don't try to say, this is mine. I'm an American. I'm a New Zealander. I'm a mom. I'm a dad. I'm a scientist. I'm a lawyer. Whatever labels we take on, 
we can't really take them on. We just have to flow with life and realize life changes and the universe is our home. And we just flow in whatever part of the universe we're taken to. That's our home for right now. And it will change. It may change in an instant. It may change years from now. But it will change. And if we flow with that change and don't fight that change, if we say, it just doesn't matter, whatever life throws at me, illness, poverty, pain, I will flow with that and be well with that. Because if everything in the universe is our home, there's just always something beautiful to be with. We may have a loss here, but then we have a gain of so much more. Again, getting back to my water droplet, yes, it may lose part of its identity, but it gains a whole ocean. So we could walk into a hotel room and say, right now, this is my home. We can visit an art gallery and say, right now, this painting is mine because I'm with it. And if we want to come back later, we can see it. If we never see it again, that's okay too. Because like with our food, we can have the most scrumptious meal, but it does pass through us and it's gone. So we just flow with life and it's a deep sense of gratitude for whatever we're given, realizing that that too will change and that's okay. Life is a beautiful adventure and the universe is our home that we get to explore it in. We won't be attached to anything. We will just flow with the beauty of life. This is a hard, challenging life to live. But if we're able to do it, even for instances, then we're going to have the most beautiful life imaginable. And why not? Just why not? Don't we put our effort into pursuing this type of life? Not just fixing our life, not just doing a remodel, but truly making the universe our home. Such a lofty goal, but one that I'm arguing is achievable by any of us. And one that I'm arguing will truly give us the rewards, emotional, spiritual, mental, beyond anything we can imagine. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you are enjoying these Happiness Podcasts, I love a review from you. Just go to happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. You'll see an icon there called Testimonials. If you click on it, it will lead you to a place where you can leave reviews on three different sites. So until next time we meet, may we all learn to accept what is and truly love what is. I love helping people improve their lives. I really deeply believe that all of us can have beautiful lives if we work at it. But it is work. And that's why I create this podcast, to help people improve their lives. But the other thing I do, which you may not know, is that I love speaking in person to people. I do this two ways. One is through my private practice, but the other way is through being hired by companies to come in, spend a half day or a day, 
giving a three-hour workshop helping the employees improve. And when their lives improve, they're better employees. And the overall culture of the company is enhanced too. Because even if we are successful working for a company and we're getting paid well and everything seems to be okay, if we're not happy or if the culture of the company isn't positive, it's going to wear on everyone, including the employees. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that there are very specific things that we can do to improve that. And that's what I love doing is helping people improve their lives. So perhaps if you have a company or if you work for a company and you're interested in bringing me in, then perhaps just consider bringing me in and let's work together to improve the overall culture of the company so that everyone can be there with a smile. If you're interested in learning more about this, just go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. Peace.